Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When we're coaching, we have to maintain what we call conversational excellence. Conversational excellence is not about perfection. It's about keeping the conversation going. Now, let's define conversational excellence. Conversational excellence is initially in the coaching process, helping someone discover awareness, self-awareness. That is done not by telling people, yet by asking them questions. Now, in addition to conversational excellence at its most simplistic level, we have to look at conversational excellence as a series of conversations woven together. All too often, people will have a conversation, leave that conversation and say, it didn't work. When in fact, you might have planted a seed. The person you're coaching may decide to let that seed grow later. It may not just grow in that conversation. And we have to be aware of that as we go forward. It's an evolution. It's a series of steps and conversations that build upon one another. Conversational excellence is about keeping the conversation going, fluent, thoughtful, professional, with great listening, and it takes practice. So you're going to get to a point when you're conversing with someone and you might think to yourself, where do I take this conversation? What question should I ask? I don't know where to take things. That's okay. When you don't know where to take things, it's okay to look at somebody and say, let me review my notes. I'm not sure where we should go next. I've got a couple thoughts and ideas. Um, Let me think about this for a second. That's okay. One, it's honest. If you fake it, you'll become extremely exposed for lacking transparency. Number two, if you don't know what to do and what to say, it's okay to conclude the conversation and say, you know what, Bob, why don't we get back together next week, same time, keep the conversation going, come back in with two examples of whatever your learning project is, and then just continue the conversation. It gives you time to reflect and think about a new approach or maybe some more questions you could ask. Just be yourself. Now, conversational excellence. One of the biggest questions people get when it comes to coaching is, should I take notes? A strong suggestion is to take notes for a couple reasons. One, the minute you don't take notes and you get something wrong, you could unnecessarily lose trust of the person that you're coaching. Number two, when you take notes, it buys you time. And I always like to ask people for permission. Bob, would you mind if I took some notes during our session today, just so I don't make any uh, assumptions and I certainly have something to reflect upon between our coaching sessions? Nobody ever says no. It's a very thoughtful question to ask somebody. So when you're taking notes, it gives you time to reflect. It gives you time to look down at your notes. It gives you time to look at somebody and say, Bob, give me a second. Let me just look back at my notes here for a second. I've got a couple ideas or questions I'd love to ask you. 
And that's really what we call a filler statement. A filler statement fills up the time. It keeps the conversation going. Now, some phrases to adopt when you're coaching are the following. What if we? I love that phrase. What if we? What if we explored a new way to do X, Y, Z? What if we explored a way to integrate you as a positive teammate with the rest of the uh, group? What if we found a book that we could share together and continue to explore um, personal and professional self-awareness? What if we is a very powerful statement? It's a question, but it has the word we. Number two, help me understand. Bob, so I don't make assumptions, help me understand your perspective as it relates to X, Y, Z. Help me understand is very friendly, and I always love to insert an element of what we call the sword in front of it. So I don't make assumptions, Bob, which I think would be unfair to you. Help me understand and then just fill in the blank. Now, when somebody needs to find some self-awareness, a great word to use is share. Bob, share if you would some suggestions you would give yourself as it relates to becoming a better teammate or whatever the issue is. Share if you would is somewhat of a rhetorical question, but it starts with the word share. Now, when somebody says something that you disagree with, or if you're coaching, let's say our hypothetical employee, Bob, and Bob says, no, I get along with my teammates pretty well. And let's say you're coaching Bob to become a better teammate, a more positive, integrated teammate within the group. And he says something like that. That is a defining moment. That is a pivotal moment. Because if you respond with something like, oh, come on, Bob, no way. I've seen how people react to you. You just left a coaching conversation and entered an argument. So one thing you can do is to use an acknowledgement tactic where you literally look at somebody and say, Bob, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that. Notice I did not say agree. I really appreciate you sharing that. With that being said, what is one suggestion that you could even raise your level of integration into the team? So when you acknowledge, not agree, acknowledge what they say, it keeps the conversation going. If you respond with, but, and then you counter the person, guess what just happened? You have left the world of coaching and you have entered the world of argument. So again, conversational excellence is about keeping the conversation going. The sole first objective is to build awareness. Once awareness has been attained, then we gravitate into action. So the minute Bob says, yeah, I, I think I could be a better team, and I know at times I can be a little bit disruptive, you acknowledge it and say, Bob, that's awesome. What are some steps you would love to have us take together to pursue uh, improvement in that area? So again, it's coaching's very simple. First, let's get someone to look in the mirror. Let's, let's build some awareness. And once someone has affirmed that they have awareness, that they know they have an opportunity to improve, you take action. It's that simple. So conversational excellence is a series of conversations woven together. It is a series of conversations that build upon one another using the four-step model. Now, the four-step model is something that we teach in progress coaching, 
and it is driven by what is called a learning project. So again, let's go back to our hypothetical employee, Bob. So Bob, next week, I want you to come in with an example of where you really inserted yourself and you went above and beyond the call of duty to become a great teammate in the eyes of your teammates. Now that learning project is done between conversations and it does something very simple, dare I say magical, it bestows ownership and accountability on the rightful owner, in this case, Bob. When Bob comes in and starts sharing that, the conversation starts. It's that simple. And you're going to ask questions such as, so what did you learn about yourself? What are you going to do to keep that going? What was the impression of your teammates from a positive perspective? You will become a better conversationalist. Conversational excellence takes time. It takes practice. It takes self-discovery. Dare I say, it takes your own personal self-awareness. It's not about perfection. You are going to have some coaching conversations that you're going to look back and say, boy, that didn't go well. And that's okay. It's one of the reasons we always share with people, you could have the greatest coaching questions, but if someone is having a bad day and they're being evasive and resistant, doesn't mean you're a bad coach. Just means you don't control the other 50% of the conversation and that's the person that you're coaching. The same can be said for you. You might be having a bad day and you might not just be hitting on all cylinders. I'm not suggesting you do that, but give yourself a free pass. This is not about perfection. Conversational excellence is about keeping the conversation going through a series of conversations woven together. Once you coach one person and a second person and so on, you will instantly become more conversational. You will start to pursue conversational excellence. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.